three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and this is your humble host, Hunter, here. I hope you're all having a great day, night, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. Um, I've got a review here. (laughs) I've got a review here for Uncharted, and... uh, Okay, so... let's Let's just get this over with. So... I, this is a very random thing, but stick with me. I really like Diana Krall. I think she's actually a really talented singer. And I, and I, Let's Fall in Love is one of those songs that I'm always just like, I really dig this song. Pick Yourself Up is a great one too. But to quote her when it comes to Uncharted, the movie, Why Should I Care, is all I have to say. This is a bad fucking movie. Um, I saw this Thursday night. Um, I, I risk COVID to go see this fucking movie. Uh, and here's the thing. Uh, Ruben, Ruben, F- uh, Flesher, uh, is a director. He, of course, did, uh, Zombieland, uh, Zombieland, Double Tap, both which are great, by the way. I know people give the second film some shit, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed Double Tap quite a bit. Uh, you know, did, uh, directed Venom. Um, God, what else am I forgetting? Uh, I did. I completely forgot that he was on. That he worked on Superstore. Totally forgot about that. Superstore is great, by the way, if you have not seen it. But the thing about this movie is, going into this, I had a bunch of people, and I actually own the Nathan Drake collection. I actually am probably gonna reinstall it after uh, after this review, so I can actually see good Uncharted. <laughs> but as I was sitting there watching this movie, I was sitting there thinking, you know. I haven't played the games yet. I, I played the first Uncharted for a couple hours, but I would be more upset if I was a fan of this because, look, I've talked about the fact that I, I game a decent amount, but one of the things that's always been a reason why I haven't dipped too far in the gaming at points is because, you know, season passes, obviously, but there's nothing worse than seeing something that you enjoyed, have played, and then you hear, oh, we're doing a movie of it. And they just completely go, let's just bastardize this canon that's been established. Let's just go ahead and focus on the fact that we have the property and that we can go ahead and put as little effort in as humanly possible because fans will recognize the property and just support it regardless and blindly. That's where I genuinely get fucking insulted because at some point, it is up to you. What am I talking about at some point? When you decide to make a movie based on something that has canon, you do have a responsibility to the fan base to not fucking insult them. At the end of the day, this is an insulting movie. And what's insane is that the writers, uh, uh, Rafe Judkins, uh, Art Mar- uh, Markham, and Matt Holloway. So so let's let's talk about uh rafe first he went ahead and worked on marvel agents of shield for a couple seasons i enjoyed the hell out of agents of shield uh he's also the uh producer or executive producer and the creator of uh the wheel of time on amazon right now which i've heard is actually 
a pretty damn good show. Um, uh, Art Markham, he wrote. He was a he was a writer on Iron Man, just like Matt Holloway was. They both they both wrote fucking Iron Man, and then it gets really spotty after that because they do Transformers: The Last Night, which. If you've not listened to our review, it's on the channel. You should. But in short, uh, robots help black people escape the Underground Railroad. So thanks, Autobots. Fucking goddamn last night. So they does it last night. He does Men in Black International, which I still don't understand how they fucked that script up. And he is writing Masters of the Universe with uh, with Matt Holloway. So uh concerned <laughs> admittedly because that's another property that has canon and watching this movie all i kept thinking is man i saw jungle cruise last year jungle cruise by no means would make my my best of list or was gonna make my best of list but it had a plot you could fucking follow some characters you were actually interested in some actual humor that worked and some set pieces that worked which this film, for the most part, doesn't fucking have. So, getting to the plot, and I put plot in very heavy quotes. So, Nathan Drake, played by Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Billy Elliot, we, we love Tom Holland. Um, he plays Nathan Drake, a very young Nathan Drake, which admittedly people pointed out why we didn't just get Nathan Fillion. I don't understand, but here we are. Uh, he is... Uh, he is talked to. He is uh, prepositioned or prepositioned. He's proposed. Good God! You see how upset this movie is making me. I can't, I'm forgetting my fucking words. Anyways, he is recruited. We'll go with that by Mark Wahlberg's uh, Sully, who you know Mark Wahlberg. And God, here's the thing about Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, <coughs> when he actually gives a shit, can be an incredible fucking actor. Whether uh, it's a uh, I like Spencer Confidential. I know a lot of people didn't, but I enjoyed Spencer Confidential. He is absolutely amazing in Instant Family, which was like only four years ago. Uh, but, you know, in between getting, you know, our Deepwater Horizons, getting our Lone Survivors, uh, you know, our two guns, those performances, we have to deal with shit like this in Daddy's Home and Patriot's Day, which... Patriot's Day fucking sucks. I don't know how it has an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's basically that tweet or that interview quote Wahlberg gave about how if he was on the one of the planes for 9-11, he would have stopped 9-11, which, you know, is one of the most ignorant goddamn things I've ever heard in my fucking life. He also did Mile 22, which also sucks, so there's that. But this is one of those performances of Wahlberg where he's just like, man, I'm going to totally just play up my Boston shit and not even try to play his fucking character. I know that apparently he appears as uh, Sully in the in the post credit scene where he has a mustache. So he actually has a mustache from the game by the time we get there. But it, it's it's just very dumb. But he recruits uh, Drake to go ahead and find this ancient treasure, which was lost by... Uh, Fernandand uh, uh, Magellan, like 500 years ago. So just all this gold. Um, and here's the thing. If I knew anything about Nathan Drake, if I knew anything about Sully, I might be able to get invested with these characters. But at the end of the day, I was just sitting there going, I might as well be playing a video game without a script. Because 
Nathan Drake, all we know is that he was an orphan and that he lost his brother. That's pretty much all we know about him. And that he can make a hell of a drink, which, you know, that's something. But that's really all we know about the dude. We don't know about, like, what really makes him a thief outside of this one scene where he tries to steal this map from this orphanage that him and his brother Sam grow up in, which, you know, all right, apparently just one scene makes you a thief. Cool. And Sully, we all we know about Sully is that there are constantly women of color in this film saying, you don't know who you're partnered with. You don't know about Sully. He's a bad guy. You shouldn't talk about Sully. I'm just like, what? Show me. Give me a flashback. Something. Anything to indicate why this guy is such an asshole. And, and... I will admit, one of the hardest pills to swallow is the fact that near the end of the movie, because of course, I, I'm not spoiling anything by telling you that there's a point where Sully has to pick between the, the treasure and saving Nathan's life. And the concept that Mark Wahlberg would turn down money to help someone else is just fucking laughable to me. Like, it was the hardest pill to swallow. I can, I can completely dismiss Nathan Drake falling out of a plane after being hit by a car, not having a parachute, not having, you know, an oxygen, you know, an oxygen mask to keep him from, you know, his eyes just popping out of their sockets. I can even, I can brush that aside, but Mark Wahlberg at a point near the end of the film is trying to save Nathan. He's got either, he can either get the, the bag full of gold or save Nathan Drake's life. And the film doesn't do even close to enough legwork for you for the film to justify Sully saving Nathan Drake's life because Sully has used Nathan at every goddamn turn. The scene, like maybe 15 minutes earlier in the film, uh, Nathan had just told Sully off about how he's a piece of shit, and I'm supposed to go, "Oh yeah, Sully will totally save him." Like, really? That that's that's where we're at. I watched this as I mentioned. Thursday. Uh, so, what was that? Three days ago. And I'm sitting here trying to wrap my brain about anything that happened in it. Uh, there is that scene in the trailer where they go ahead and try to steal the cross, which ends up becoming, you know, like a key that they go ahead and use later on. And Holland is jumping on these, uh, like these hanging, like giant tubes hanging from the top of this, uh, this museum. I, I'll say that scene was like well choreographed. And if there's anything that I can give the film credit for. It's that Holland, it feels like Holland is doing as much of the stunt work as humanly possible as they'll, you know, allow him to do. Um, there's a couple points. There's a point where he hits this guy in the head of a bottle. Uh, there's this like kind of this bar fight that I thought was kind of, that, that was kind of decent. But at the end of the day, that's 10 minutes of a film. Maybe that I can end up watching on YouTube. Um, Sophia Ali plays Chloe Frazier, who has some history, uh, with Sully. Uh, you know her from, uh, probably from True for Dare, uh, which came out a couple years ago. But, uh, she's the one I think that's trying the most, even more so probably than Holland. Um, just because she hasn't been in a lot of stuff, so I'm sure she wants to kind of, you know, add this to her resume and kind of be like, hey, you know, like, this is what I can do. And for being just underwritten as fuck, she at least has some, uh, a little bit of screen presence. So I went, you know, I'd like to see you in something with an actual fucking script. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, Tati Gabrielle is this, uh, plays this character named, uh, Braddock, 
who works for Antonio Banderas is a Santiago, a Santiago, um, uh, Moncada. So she, uh, what I recognize her from is a uh, plain, uh, Prudence on a showing adventures of Sabrina, uh, which she was great in. And she does have this screen presence whenever she's with Sully because she just clearly hates Sully so much. Uh, first off, the concept that Mark Wahlberg Sully could get someone like Braddock is something I just I refuse to fucking believe. Like, apparently they hooked up or were hooking up or were lovers. The movie kind of almost just goes like, we don't know. Shut up. And there is this one fight scene they have over uh, over a key um, in the film that I actually thought was, oh, OK, that was actually decent. But again, that's a three to four minute scene out of an almost two hour long film, which I'm just going to be real. Y'all, I was fucking bored and I don't understand how you can make an uncharted movie. This so goddamn boring. Uh, even the, even the fight scenes for the most part are just, just bland and they just don't have any soul to them. And I was talking to my friend, uh, Nathan, uh, shout out to Nathan over at, uh, mission potable. And he was, uh, just would not let this go about the fact that Transformers uh, Dark of the Moon has an incredible third act because, you know, the whole fight in Chicago. And the big thing I always kept coming back to whenever he'd bring up that point is, yes, from a technical aspect, that's, that's a great action scene. But because I don't care about any of the characters who are in peril, I could give a fuck and I could care less about the action. And... This film doesn't even have the technical aspect to go ahead and go, well, the action scenes are at least cool because you don't care about anyone about this movie because you don't know about anyone in this movie. And there is a death in this movie that I just laughed at. I went, really? You're going to kill this character with this much time left? You can probably look at the cast list and guess who it is. And I just went, all right, cool, awesome. I just... There's a point in this movie, too, where Sully even tells Nathan Drake, he goes, oh, yeah, uh, you know, say hi to your mother for me. But he, <laughs> but there's this point in the movie where he tells him, oh, yeah, uh, I'm not giving you 50% of the gold. I'm giving you 10%. And that's me being generous. And I I try really hard to not be that black person in the audience. I try really hard, unless it's a Marvel movie, I try really hard to keep my mouth shut and I just I couldn't stop myself from going fuck off in the middle of the theater and there's maybe 20 people in the theater and keep in mind this is opening night on a Thursday this is like seven when I see it's four o'clock I saw this and the people in the theater laughed like they weren't going like shh they're like Haha, yeah you're right because no one cares about this movie um as I get to my final thoughts here there is a guy, so I'm I'm in like my, my own row because I've been very strategically trying to stay the fuck away from people because pandemic is still happening, people. And God bless him. There's this guy uh, in in one of the uh, uh, handicapable seats, like like four seats down from me, and he was passed out. Forty minutes in, he was like, I could not give a fuck, and. He was excited when the movie started. He had his popcorn, he had his his soda, and he was sitting up, he was sitting up like, okay, Uncharted, let's go. And not 40 minutes and he was asleep. Like he was out like someone had shot him with a tranquilized dart. He was fucking asleep. 
I I know I wasn't gonna wake him up because I mean good good for him and he was snoring for like ten minutes. So I was like, dude, good for you. At least you're getting a nap, man. Like I, <laughs> good for you. I just this is just not a good movie. I was sitting there thinking about it. This is like I'd rather watch either National Treasure movie. Like no questions asked. Even uh, what's the last one? Book of Secrets, the second one. I'd rather watch that than, than this shit. Um, this is just not a good film. And the more I think about it, and again, I've slept on it. I was really sitting there thinking, is this, is there anything that I can say to justify the film not getting a go fuck yourself? And whether it's the action scenes that are mostly bland, whether it's the chemistry or lack thereof between Holland and Wahlberg, whether it's the humor, which just does not fucking work at all. Um, yeah, this is a go fuck yourself. Like I, I feel, I feel bad because I love Tom Holland so much. And because between, I mean, he's my Spider-Man. He will, he is my favorite live action Spider-Man I've, of all time. And I have said that on the pod before, but between this and Sherry and uh, Chaos Walking, which I haven't even seen yet, but I heard Chaos Walking is not, not great. I mean, yeah, man, I, I, I hear he's taking a break from acting and honestly, might be a good time to do that, man. This just, this does not work. This is a go fuck yourself and this will definitely be in my worst of list for this year. I, I just, I could not believe how soulless this movie was and i didn't even stay for the post-credit scene i saw the the mid-credit scene where i won't spoil it but i just went cool mid-credit scene i'm leaving like i did not even wait i just got up and went cool i'm out um this sucks man and it sucks because when you have a property and i've said this about michael bay and snyder and other directors who i don't think take this shit seriously when you are adapting something with canon that has a fan base you have a responsibility to not just shit all over your audience you have a responsibility to fucking care and no one cared about this movie and it really pisses me off because i see some critics just going like oh, it's, an, it's an it's 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 a fun you know popcorn flick no, let's let's actually hold this shit to a higher standard. If this was a six episode miniseries, 45 minutes a piece, do I think this would have worked better? Yeah, because you could have one whole episode dedicated to, you know, Nathan Drake as a kid and actually give me a reason to care about this kid and get invested in his journey. But the film rushes by so quickly. This could have used at least another 25 minutes. And it's just, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. And it sets up for a sequel. This was the number one film at the box office this weekend. It made 45, uh, 45 million domestic. So I don't know if this will get a sequel, but honestly, it probably will. But can we get people to give a fuck the next time if we do get a sequel to this? That would be really fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. I Uncharted, more like, uncharted <laughs> but <laughs> but i just i don't like this movie at all and the more i think about it, the less i like it so yeah uh sorry <laughs> sorry if you're a fan of this and you're expecting it to be good but it's a video game movie you probably probably expect it to be bad but uncharted 
What did you think of it? Let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can listen to us most places. You listen to podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneUp, and Spotify, to name a few spots at The Real Pineapple. And you can go ahead and find me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. And you can find me on TikTok at Black Shazam775. Uh, and you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up here soon for uh, Batman 89, as well as The Dark Knight and Batman Begins leading up to our review of The Batman the weekend of March 4th. And uh, yeah, we'll have a review up here soon for both seasons of Atlanta, as well as Undercover Brother and some other stuff as we get ready to end Black History Month. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Go get your COVID shot. Please, for the love of God, wear your mask. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, take care of each other and tell someone you love them today. We all uh, we all need to hear that uh, we're loved and cared for more. But again, thank you so much for the support, everyone. Stay safe out there and we'll talk to you soon.